0: I've got it this audio is an elk right like that's what it is but I contacted Corey with elk 101 I didn't give him any background information I said hey can you just listen to this audio tell me what you think and he said Tim I don't know what it is but I can tell you this it's not an elk and I blew my mind I said wow listen carefully to this Hey, unexplained ones, it takes a lot to make a podcast happen. So if you'd like to support the show, just visit BigfootUFO.com.
1: We are Area 51 Coffee Company. Coffee for regular
2: humans and coffee with twice the caffeine of a typical cup with a buzz that's out of this world. Coffee connoisseurs from across the galaxy seek out our smooth brew with a hint of sweetness in a perfect roast. Area51coffeeco.com You will also be assimilated with our Area 51 merchandise. We are invading Earth one cup at a time. We are Area 51 Coffee Company. Area51coffeeco.com
1: We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's.
0: Did the CIA write wind of change by the scorpions?
1: (laughs) (laughs) As humans busied themselves about the various concerns, they were scrutinized Mm -hmm. and studied.
3: Dr. Loeb, what percentage chance do you give it that you have indeed uncovered extraterrestrial or non-human technology?
1: With infinite complacence, people went about their affairs, yet across an immense ethereal gulf, intellects vast and unsympathetic through their plans against us.
4: Prior to your abduction, did you believe in UFOs or any sort of alien life form? Mm-hmm.
1: All things unexplained. So, some of that I think Sir will say for close session.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Hello all you unexplained ones out there. Thank you for joining us. We have a big, big, Bigfoot show for you. The reason that we are all together for this show today is our friend Harley Owens. He is from the Bigfoot Reports and Data social media pages and we are going to talk about your Bigfoot sighting.
0: Harley's story, right? So. Harley could tell you, we didn't immediately just schedule a podcast. I, I set about putting some research in. And for me, the the photos were the least impressive. But it's only when I got into this video, these tracks and this audio, and for time's sake, I'll only play, I think, just the short form of the audio. But that is when I decided this, this story had another level to it. Like, it was a lot more than just you know, two-dimensional uh, photo that we really can't prove anything from. So let me pull up this video
2: Harley took here. You can see how we've been in here working around. Okay. Well, here's the first one. Somehow it's walking through here. And there's another one right there. And then there's another one right here you can kind of see
1: uh,
2: way down there's another one there and then the other one was back there so it went doom doom boom and then there's the trail well i well i mean right the i don't know why i stopped videoing right there but i mean the trail i mean i couldn't really make out any of the other ones i mean those were the best ones that i could like show you know i mean this that was all i could really show i mean it's because i knew if i didn't have anything else other than those pictures to show that i had actually had this kind of encounter nobody was going to believe me i mean i still had people who didn't believe me you know my own family my own friends and it it was really hard but uh the real the really good thing that i noticed about one of those tracks was like right there there's a dried up creek bed and that first track that i show i mean you can see that where it came across it it slid and that I found those the day after that I saw the creature because that that trailway leads up to the ridge where I had seen the creature. I didn't I didn't even I had noticed that, but sure enough, that trailway leads up to the ridge where I'd seen it.
3: You mentioned in the video that you guys had been doing some work back there. What sort of work were you doing? How was it affecting the earth, the ground right there?
2: I mean, nothing really. I mean, we just walked back through there to. Uh, see if there was anything that needed to be taken from the woods back there to put in the auction because there was an old semi trailer back there on the hill. We didn't know if he had bearings or just different sawmill equipment back there in the trailer. Okay. I don't know why they had a semi trailer over there, I'll never know. <laughs> but we we went over there to look and see if they had anything in it that could be put in an auction for the owner to get him a little extra money.
5: Tim, one, one thing I just want to ask you about. I- I'm no expert when it comes to, you know, to bears, but it seems uncharacteristic that a bear would stand up to have a look, uh, at something, whether it be prey or just for curiosity's sake, uh, that's not their normal posture. And to lean around something normally they would, they would just be at their height and they would just kind of, maybe I'm I'm sure they would peek around the tree, but it's, it would be very unusual if they're not trying to get something, scare something, uh, potentially attack something to be standing and leaning. So that kind of, and again, I'm no expert on bears, but that, just want to throw that out there.
0: Yeah. And I would say it's unusual, but, but I will say not unheard of. Number okay. one, there's a recent ring video, you know, the ring doorbell cameras, mm-hmm. right? And I can't remember where they're at. They might be Tennessee or Montana, but on the ring video, sure enough, there's a bear walking on two legs down the driveway. <laughs> and, and just like just you know jaunting on down the driveway and our <laughs> friend of the show adventurer dane beck right he's from deep montana and he has pictures and videos of bears galore and it's not unusual it wasn't unusual for them on their ranch to see bears you know navigating the brush uh but toddling right like what's it called when a toddler is scooting along
3: Right, t- not <laughs> toddling, right
0: the bears will toddle <laughs> okay. in the brush. So I think it's not unheard of that. Hey, he's up there on a cliff, right? The brush might actually be some sort of toddling, like a uh, sit- balancing situation going on, but I do want to play this audio here. And before I do, um, uh, I want to give a shout out to another person who was supposed to join us tonight, make sure to check out their podcast. Elk 101, his Corey with Elk 101. And I'm going to admit, I thought I'd actually had solved this case and I was going to break it to Harley. You know, I appreciate you uh, sharing all this with us, but I don't think the show's going to be right for us because I think it's an elk. But so I contacted Corey, Elk expert with Elk 101. I actually did a little research, folks. And I thought, well, you know, in this part of Virginia, there's not, when I heard the audio, I'm like, could that be a moose? Could that be an elk? Well, I know there's not moose in Virginia. And I verified that, by the way. And I said, well, there's not elk either, are there? But I'm going to make sure. And I actually discovered, sure enough, there is a one very well-known herd of elk very close to that area. Okay. So I said, I've got it this audio is an elk right like that's what it is but I contacted Corey with elk 101 I didn't give him any background information I said hey can you just listen to this audio tell me what you think and he wrote me back wasn't that much later and he was supposed to join us tonight so shout out to elk 101 make sure to listen to him and he said Tim I don't know what it is but I can tell you this it's not an elk and that blew my mind. I said, wow, okay, we really got something here. So I wanna play this audio for you. This is, uh, I don't know if I'll play this entire clip. I got two clips here for you. So listen carefully to this.
2: Getting goosebumps right now listening to it again.
5: Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) Where's the truck?
3: Harley, was this audio that you took?
5: Yes,
2: uh, yes, it was. Yeah, I was sitting in the cab. I was sitting in the cab of the pickup truck, and I was sitting in the sawmill area where I could park. And I was just sitting there cataloging and everything. And the the night actually after I saw the creature was when the howling was. But that I don't know how to describe those i guess they were kind of like house too but the 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 first set of vocalizations i heard was the, the long drawn out like wailing sound and yeah and i've
0: got some of that and i think this clip is even more interesting
3: there's like a guttural grunt at the that's end. that's it there.
2: that's the one Woo!
0: let me let me start that back from the beginning
2: If that don't send chills
0: down your spine. I want to give a shout out to UFO intros. Our friend said my brother recorded the same sound. Listen to that. And I got to tell you, and I'm going to start this first clip. It's a little longer, but I'd like to say something while this is going on. I get the sense when I hear this. That multiple entities are communicating with each other.
2: Yeah, and I didn't even realize that. I had somebody verify that for me. It
0: sounds like it, it sounds like language
4: almost to me. It... I'm going to serve this one back. Mounts, is that your family reunion?
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're communicating
5: I thought you I thought you guys would be proud of Tim's research
3: <laughs> Tim's but, research Tim ruled out one animal like but, of all of the, the animals thing, that it could well, no, be no. ruled out one
0: <laughs> well no because Corey is not just an elk expert he's an outdoor wilderness expert he he cannot place any sound that he's familiar with in the outdoors that was making well,
2: this. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I've had people, my friends and family have told me that's a coyote or that's a elk. No. And
4: it ain't neither one of those.
3: No, no I've heard or coyotes before. That's not a coyote.
4: <laughs> I, I hear coyotes every night. It's time for the barbecue. Come on, boys.
5: I, I can get David Ellis... Also, because I think I can, I think I, I can get contact with him now if if you guys want me to send it to him. Right now? Yeah. Well, not at the moment, but I, I'll, no, I'll Let's get I'll him in, on the show. I'll get him on the. I also, he can call uh, in. I can I,
0: Bluetooth him straight up.
2: <laughs> I got a spectrogram, spectrograph, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> however they say it. Uh, the vocalizations ranged from five hundred to two thousand
5: hertz. That's awesome. Awesome.
3: That is chilling, honestly. So, you know, I'm I'm with you, Tim. When I look at the picture, I can't necessarily rule out a bear of some sort. I've seen bears climb my in-laws' trees like it's nothing. But you add the tracks to it. You add this sound to it. And there's almost no denying that this is... Something we haven't seen before. Uh, we, being us, I know people have seen Bigfoot before, but it's wild.
4: I've hunted, I've hunted in a lot of different states and spent a lot of time, and I've never heard anything like that.
3: Hey, unexplained ones, do you know what keeps me going each day? Coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. If you want the best coffee this side of the Milky Way, then you need to go check out Area 51 Coffee Co. They offer their extraterrestrial bean coffee for us regular humans and their DEF CON 1 coffee that has twice the caffeine for those who are ready to take their taste buds on a journey to the unknown. Head to area51coffeeco.com to grab yourself a bag and check out their extraordinary merchandise. That's area51coffeeco.com. Invading Earth one cup at a time.
1: Hey, DJ. Sure. Smini, what, what, about, what about that? You know, we got a uh, Harley U2, so we got all those vocalizations. All we need is one more to play drums, one to play bass. I got a <laughs> guitar and we'll have a band. Right?
3: <laughs>
5: can
1: play some drums,
5: man.
3: Let's, you know who drums. might be for hires? We- squad?
4: No, no, we're not having a sex in my phone. <laughs> I, I would have to do the singing because I can't play any instruments. But he's
0: oh, uh, yeah. still actually, you know what? He can come on because he owes me fifty dollars. So, <laughs> and I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. not
5: ever get it back. Mississippi's Hank Williams over there to the right to CJ's <laughs> left. <laughs> I,
4: I honestly, will say this seriously. I have coyotes all around me, and I've never heard them sound like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, as it's a matter a of deeper... fact that. I'll tell you this real quick, and that's kind of. But the first night that my wife and I came home from our honeymoon,
3: oh boy, and we don't want to know what that is was doing. <laughs>
4: it was about two o'clock in the morning, and she woke what me in up. the world. She woke me up, and she said, "There are a bunch of kids outside the house screaming." And I said, "That's not kids. That's coyotes." Let me go back to sleep. <laughs> but but they don't sound anything like that. I've no. never heard one sound like uh, that. Coyotes,
3: like a whale, are maybe.
2: coyotes are high pitched. They that's that's
1: something deep.
4: Yeah, and they don't guttural. do that that long of a I mean, usually there's a more short short kind of yips. Very guttural. And stuff. Very
1: guttural inside, very deep.
0: And in this first clip that I'm playing right now, it just sounds like Multiple individuals at varying distances using, I don't know. I'm going to compare it to whales, right? Like yeah, various. That's great. It actually does. Communicate.
3: Did you, did you guys hear me say whales just like 45 seconds ago? I tell you, this man is taking everything that I say tonight and claiming it as his own.
1: Next Tim is going to well. have squash songs. TJ, right? maybe you should be the PhD. <laughs> All, I mean,
3: you <laughs> I mean,
4: he rode my coattails at school for a long, long
3: time. My I mean, I'm, goodness.
0: I'm taking CJ's BS to a new level.
3: For those that are just joining us, we are chatting with Harley Owens about his Bigfoot encounter. And in case you missed all of it, Tim has just reiterated everything I've said all night long. So <laughs> if you have any questions for our wonderful panel or for our guests, please do put them in all caps. We would love to pull some questions. Oh, yeah, into our good. conversation tonight some of
1: that i think sir will save for closed session
3: you just can't let me talk can you you can't do it <laughs> you cannot help yourself sir all right oh, let's wrap up our conversation about harley's experience and we'll dive into some bigfoot questions so harley anything else you would like to share about this experience or any others that have happened
2: well one thing that i want to do and i say this to everybody i talk to on a podcast you know i i just want to encourage anybody if you've had an encounter share it if you won't don't tell your name you know i chose to tell my name and get my story out there you know because all i'm trying to do is raise awareness you know and that's what i that's what i'm doing now with my my group on facebook i mean i'm going out and i'm filming while i'm out there and sure enough i'm catching in, individuals on film and you know i'm I, they've been interacting with me like they have i made a high out of some sticks and they would they would rearrange the sticks in different ways you know and then I'd, I'd stack rocks either they'd knock a rock off or they would place a new one it's just it's always different every time i go in there you know and it's it's uh it's definitely helping me you know trying to get over my, my fear what i had was fear of them you know but now i've come to learn that hey you know i know they're real now and the worst that can happen is they run me off i mean if i get too close and i mean i haven't i haven't started the pot too hot yes I mean, I don't I don't know. I really don't have all the answers that I'm really looking for yet. But, you know, I'm I'm in the heart of the Smoky Mountains and they're they're here.
5: Harley, just make sure only organic fruit, you know, uh, CJ wouldn't feed her kids, you know, fruit with the pesticides. You don't want to feed that to Bigfoot (laughs) either. I I will say
2: this. I will say this. They don't like Granny Smith's. They like only eat the red apples. <laughs> hey, I'm telling Too tart. you,
5: tart. it's like, <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, like I'm my kids.
2: They'll, they'll only eat the red ones. I, I come to learn that. And I, 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 they're, they're just like us. I mean, they, they just don't like the green. They, they'll eat the red ones all day long, but they'll leave the green ones.
5: Ironically, sag nuts are in a red wrapper. <laughs> and, and you're not getting good apples anyway, unless you're going to like a farmer's market. Otherwise, you're getting supermarket stuff where it's like, 10 times too sweet than what... Lab-grown,
2: lab-grown.
5: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, and you
2: brought
0: up Harley Marion, North Carolina. I want to give a big shout-out to Marion, North Carolina, one of my favorite towns, with one of my favorite Bigfoot festivals, and one of my favorite breakfast joints, Elevate Breakfast Company. They've got a UFO and a Bigfoot on their logo. They're great.
2: I'll definitely have to try that place out. But, yeah, like I said, uh, George, he was the one that I took out there and he'd never, he'd never seen one. And sure enough, I was right there with him to have his first Bigfoot encounter. And I, it was just a special moment. I was like, well, I, I brought him out here and he had an encounter. And that, that was all I could ever ask for. You know, I mean, he is not, he is, he's just over the moon about this encounter. Like he's, he's already working on a book about it and everything. He, he, George Lunsford, if you haven't checked him out, Monsters of the World is one of his books. And he's got, monsters of the world u.s edition i believe that's the name of it but he's he's from right there in marion and he's a great guy and i i really was it was really special to be there with him and have that first hand encounter i mean we got within 20 yards of him i mean it's it was it was wild and this this just happened january the 7th so i mean Mm -hmm. i'm already kicking off this year with encounters so it's just wild it's just non-stop i mean i go in here twice a week and it's always changing, different. I mean, they, they're 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 in this area. I don't know why, but I mean, it's they're here.
3: Yeah. If you would have asked me four years ago if I believed in Bigfoot, I I would have laughed and said I didn't even think that. I thought Bigfoot was just a joke. <laughs> like I thought that, that was, that was that just was, like group. Was, you know, that was just me. a group, haha. That that's funny. But just yesterday, I was um, volunteering in one of my children's classrooms, and a dad was volunteering, and he goes, "Hey, your name came up today. I-, I just found out that you do a podcast." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm the Bigfoot UFO mom." You know, <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he's like, "I had a Bigfoot encounter." And this other woman that I know, she had a Bigfoot encounter. And these people start telling me their stories. I mean, I've heard so many. Bigfoot encounters now that it's really, it would be very hard to deny their existence just because I've met so many very intelligent people that have had their own experiences. But this all brings us to a question that one of our listeners had shared with us. And this is Duncan, I'm going to butcher your last name, Frary, maybe. Duncan said, Is there any physical evidence? for the existence of Bigfoot? And this is the age-old question, right? Like, we have a lot of people who are having sightings. We have so many people studying Bigfoot. We've got, you know, the Matt Pruitts out there who are going and looking for Bigfoot and looking for evidence. For all those of us that are here tonight, do you know of, have you heard of any true physical evidence of Bigfoot? So I'll start with you, Harley.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you go and look at the Sasquatch Genome Project, I mean, how else could they make a genome for something that's not real? You know, I mean, if and if you go into it and look, uh, the mitochondrial DNA from a Bigfoot has human mother. So, and the mitochondrial DNA only comes from the mother. So the mother's human. Whatever the nuclear DNA is from a Bigfoot, something completely unknown if you go and look into it and I, I highly recommend just, if you haven't looked into it, check out Scott Carpenter's DNA study in a nutshell. It's on his YouTube channel. I mean, if whenever I looked up Bigfoot research in Tennessee, that man's name popped up and I didn't know he had passed away when he did, uh, or I would have met up with him before. And I was just like, man, if I would have started doing this sooner, I could have met up with him and got tips and stuff, you know, but I, I, it, it I, it just happened at the wrong time but you know i've I've watched almost all of his youtube videos and he's a huge inspiration to me and it's i mean i'm doing what he done walking around the hiking the trails of the great smoky mountains and i'm catching them on a trail camera that's strapped to my back and it's uh I, I never imagined that i would be researching these creatures and right. sure enough i am
3: here you are yes well wow, i i did not know about the uh the genome sequencing i think that's might be new information for a lot of people so thank you for sharing that with us um dj or blake i know you guys have been involved with a lot of people in the bigfoot world do you guys know of any other physical evidence out there
5: well for yeah uh well darby Orcutt and nc state is doing a project right now that's the latest one uh controversy around the melba ketchum study but then again i've heard people uh make a I think it was a Rich Grimal from the former law enforcement officer from uh, Washington that made a compelling case for her. Thing is, is that um, there's there's a lot, a lot of evidence out there, and, and Dr. John Bindernagel said that these an- anecdotes are a form of evidence in addition to the footprints uh, that people have seen, where they have seen the creature, and then they were able to go and cast a print behind that sighting. Uh, the vocals that, that appear on a different spectrum, uh, hair that's been recovered, uh, and you know, all these sightings. And uh, you only need one to be true. And well, shoot, Wes Germer has a thousand episodes, you know, Brian yeah. has you know, uh, four or five hundred episodes. Uh, so there's just you know, and then I was going to say, Vic has. Himself, probably like 700 episodes at this point. So th- there's plenty of evidence out there. But to somebody who doesn't want to believe it, there's no amount of evidence uh, shy of presenting them a UFO right in front of them or an alien right in front of them or a Bigfoot that's going to make them say, I believe it. So you just have to not you have to prove it to yourself. That's the only person you
1: have to prove it to.
3: Blake, I'm going to send it your way.
1: That was very well said, DJ. I'm quite jealous. Uh, I, <laughs> just
3: a ditto and move on yeah, i mean it was that, was that was
1: really really awesome um but uh i mean as far as you know what i know about the creatures like i said i've spent a lot of my time looking towards the oceans and, and lakes of the world um it wasn't until i got a little older that i started focusing on um wilderness as far as the forestry is concerned and um i mean as far as for tennessee there's been lots of things but arguably the most famous incident that happened 34 years ago, this past January 5th, you know, in 1989, uh, an ape-like creature that resembled a Bigfoot was struck and killed right outside of Lebanon, and it was called the Sugar Flat Road creature because that's the road on which the, the teenagers killed this this creature. Um, for some reason, the body didn't end up getting preserved, but for years, the head was on display, they were able to preserve the head. and Now, from what I've learned, the head is no longer on display physically. Uh, but there's a hologram, oddly enough, available for you to see of the, of the head. So the, the head disappeared for several years. It came back in 2001 at this shop, which is no longer open. It was like a curiosity shop um, in Murfreesboro. And then it vanished again in 2023. So all that's left is this, um, you know, for public viewing is this uh, hologram. But from what I've seen of the actual head, we're talking, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, very substantial evidence to say that there is a creature uh, that's unknown that is, you know, living in the wilderness out there. And I mean, we're not talking something like Stan Hansen's carnival sideshow. People wonder, well, was that fake or was that real or was that this or this, you know, what? There's a lot of conjecture and theory about things like that. But um, this, in my opinion, I'll put it this way to paraphrase Fox Mulder, I haven't. I haven't seen anything, but I want to believe, you know.
2: <laughs> well, Blake, Blake, one time if you want to come out here to East Tennessee, maybe we can look. Maybe we can look up and have you an encounter.
1: Maybe I'll bring that guitar and I'll start shredding there and running go. out of the out oh. of the damn. <laughs> I
2: haven't, I haven't <laughs> tried that, so I don't know if it'll work. But I mean, it
4: might.
3: So it sounds like we have some audio that. Um, UFO intros shared with us to compare to what Harley shared with us earlier. So those of you that are just joining us, we've had a lot of people jump in and out um, watching this recording. If you did not hear or see Harley's in- information from earlier, be sure to check that out after the show. Go back and start from the beginning. And watch because it is very intriguing, worth looking at and listening to. So now we're going to compare it to a another audio clip Yes. And with
0: us. shout out to our friends at UFO intros. They're listening on X or Twitter. Hey guys, we really appreciate you. They joined DJ and myself one night for the not so traditional Christmas story. So we were <laughs> really pleased to have them there for that. And um, I've jumped in on a lot of their Twitter spaces. They did some great things check them out on Twitter. And by the way, tonight we're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And we're getting all the comments in. So we appreciate all of you. I think this audio will play.
5: Let's see what I can do here. The other thing I was going to say, Tim, is that even if listening to Dr. Meldrum's hour and a half dissertation on the Patty film alone for just that one, you know, the best film that's ever been taken.
3: No, We heard that. It comes in. i'd be running for the dang hills
2: that's that's eerily similar
0: thanks for passing that on according to x this is a post on ufo intros it was recorded near 10 cup wyoming what a great name 10 cup wyoming inside of a camper they'd heard this twice before this was the third scream which his hunting buddy Mm -hmm. was able to record that is iris- It really similar. is similar this is from it says december 5th 2022.
2: that is wild
5: that's that's what you say duncan by the way everybody I... says i would do something until they're in that situation
3: heck now i know exactly what i would do and it would not be <laughs> yeah. getting any closer to that
5: you'll you'll never get me to say that i could do what harley did because i don't know how i would react and nobody does uh, mm-hmm. Rich Garmel, you know, was a you know SWAT law enforcement officer, and he was looking for the nearest place to run to because it was between he and his truck. So he ran to a road seventy-five yards away from his sighting. That's how scared he was. So none of us can say I would do what Harley did because we you don't know that. Yeah, you don't so, know that. You and
2: even even if you did manage to do what I done, I mean, and you did try to show you know people that you're close with they're still going to ridicule you for that i mean it's just human nature but you know i've come to learn except that i know that these creatures are real and sure enough here three years later three years later i'm i'm still having sightings you know and it's just it's just amazing to me that
5: that's why you've got us that's why you've got us harley because we you know you're either in one of two camps, you either think every single person who in fear has come on one of these shows and told their story. And you guys have all heard them. I don't need to name the channels. Either every single one of them is a liar. But if one of them is telling the truth, it exists. I mean, it's just simple as that. And I think most of them are telling the truth because they have to get through a filter that is, in this case, Tim and cj and and smitty or you know whether it's wes germer or or brian uh king sharp etc so mm, absolutely I, I don't think everybody's lying i'm sorry uh you guys have great evidence and there's just no opinion.
3: benefit to it there's no benefit to lie no. no nobody's no, getting nothing. rich off of these things yeah. nobody's getting famous off of these things if anything like harley said they're losing friends and family they're losing you know to To share what they've heard and seen. And and there is this huge fear and this huge stigma. And I have to wonder why the stigma still exists, given everything that we have seen, everything that the government is releasing on, on UAPs and what have you, there still is a huge stigma. Even I'm afraid to say that I host a podcast about UFOs and Bigfoot for that same stigma.
4: Well, we're,
3: we're
4: just a part of the cool kids club. That's what I've been. telling. That's people. right. <laughs> you mean we're not getting famous for this? I'll see uh, you. I mean, <laughs> I'm cutting my camera off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your 401k is getting bigger uh, right now. Smitty. Yes.
0: <laughs> that reminds me. I have to say this before I forget. One of my favorite quotes of all time. We had Blake Bestbone, and he says, uh, and Smitty pops up. I can't remember what episode this was. And he said, Holy moly. Smitty, you're so much like the Bigfoot.
4: You are rarely seen, and so he (laughs) likes (laughs) me. I'm a a busy man. What can I say? Like, never
0: thought he was going to see the
4: legendary Smitty. I've been promoting my book a lot, so.
3: (laughs) Oh, fun.
1: To be continued.
3: Hey Unexplained Ones, are you ready for your next adventure? Then look no further than UFO Watchtower in Hooper, Colorado. Experience the wonder of the cosmos with guided tours, sky-watching events, and first-hand accounts of their over 300 UFO sightings. Whether you're a seasoned ufologist or just curious, the UFO Watchtower welcomes you to explore the mysteries of the universe. They're currently open on weekends for tours or during the week for camping. Give them a call at 719-378-2296 to book your trip today.
4: Thanks.
0: Like. Share. Follow. Comment. Subscribe. Support. What's your hot take on Travis Taylor?
5: I've got an exclusive for you guys if you want it about the Alaska. We do. Okay, okay.
0: More at bigfootufo.com.
1: All things unexplained. So, some of that I think, sir, will save the post.